0: You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, let's get it. It is Locked On LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked On LSU podcast. By now, you probably know that the LSU-Alabama game very much in jeopardy. Ed Ogeron met with the media on Monday afternoon to update where his program stands right now as it pertains to COVID-positive tests.
1: Some of you may have heard we're dealing with COVID and contact tracing. Can't go into detail. It's a very fluid situation. I can tell you that we we do have players that have got COVID, and we do have some players that are quarantined. I can't tell you the numbers. I'm going to let the doctors take care of all that.
0: So that was a pretty consistent theme with Ed today. Couldn't tell you numbers, let the doctors talk about it, yet everyone kind of pried from different angles as best they could. Ed was asked, among those players that are out, are any starters missing?
1: Oh, sure. Sure, always, yeah. With with the the people that are in quarantine and and COVID, yeah, there's always going to be starters, yeah. There's starters involved.
0: So, remember... The SEC has a policy in place as part of its COVID protocols whereby you've got to have 53 scholarship players, a minimum of 53 scholarship players available. And then there's other protocols involved as well. You've got to have a quarterback. You've got to have at least uh, seven offensive linemen, at least four defensive linemen. Those are the minimum requirements that you have to have to be able to play. LSU this year, because of early entries to the draft, because of guys that have opted out, you know the names, Jamar Chase and Tyler Shelvin and Kerry Vincent, and then here recently with Apuweka opting out, Travez Moore, and then in between you had guys like T.K. McClendon. You you know the list, Justin Thomas. It's a long list where LSU has had about, about a dozen guys leave the program. On top of the defections from a year ago after the championship season, The count is somewhere in the upper 60s as far as scholarship players currently on this team. So let's just say that the number, and LSU never discloses this number formally, but let's just say you've got 67 scholarship players available. Well, that means if 14 players are in the COVID protocol and unavailable Saturday, you can't play. So it may not be positive tests, but as we've talked about, contact tracing is the bigger deal, because if you test positive, you're talking about a 10-day window. If you have contact tracing, it's 14 days. So if this all started, according to you know Ed I talked about it on his coach's show last Wednesday about having COVID tests, if the contact tracing took place then, you're talking about middle of next week before you'd have your full allotment of players back and out of quarantine. So, you're talking about literally, not potentially, if you have 14 guys either tested positive or in quarantine due to contact tracing, you're talking about literally not having enough players to meet the minimum requirement for the SEC. Uh, Here was Ed Ogeron talking about his plan right now with the players that are out because of these COVID requirements.
1: Well, you know, it's going to be challenging, uh, obviously, with the guys that are out and and the quarterbacks that we have, well, we may have to put someone else at quarterback just in case. So uh, we have a plan in place. I, I'm not going to say what we're doing because they give away our game plan. Uh, and we're going to go ahead. Now, when they tell me, you know, we, we had a certain number or something like that, we can't play, we can't play, uh, I think that's up to the league and Scott. And I think that by Wednesday, that should be solidified. But for right now, we're playing Alabama, we're ready to go.
0: So Ed said there by Wednesday, that should all be solidified. Remember, it was Tuesday of the Florida week when that announcement came, or excuse me, it was Wednesday of Florida week, excuse me, it was Wednesday of Florida week and that announcement came that they were not going to, to play that game. Uh, it was Tuesday of Missouri week that the game got moved to Missouri because of the uh, the impending weather. I digress. Um, so there's a very real possibility that this game is not played on Saturday. The Alabama is not played. Now remember also, the league built in a date at the back of the schedule on December the 12th It would be a buffer that if teams didn't have a common... Open date, They could move it to December the 12th. That's what LSU and Florida did. That's why LSU playing Missouri the weekend that they played them was so critical because you wanted to keep that open date, the date at the end of the schedule available if necessary. So LSU used that for the Florida game. Now there is no date to make up LSU Alabama if this game is canceled and it would not be ruled a loss. It's not a forfeit. It would just be a no contest. So these two teams would then play nine regular season games instead of 10 regular season games. Now, there is one possible way that I think this game could be made up. We'll get to that, but I also have to get to the other gigantic news that Ed Ogeron disclosed, which is about his quarterback. We'll get to that. Remind you about our friends over at Coors Light. Look, after this weekend, after what could be ahead of us right now, we all need an opportunity to chill. So what better way than to kick up your feet on a fall Saturday or any day and enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that is literally made to chill. Cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for any moment to unwind. tell you the last time that I had an ice-cold Coors Light, my grandfather, it's his absolute favorite beer. He turned 88 a couple of weeks ago. We sat down at dinner, had some wings, and enjoyed an ice-cold Coors Light. Whether you're celebrating with your grandfather, whether you're with buddies watching the game, Whenever you need to chill or unwind, enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light. Hit the reset button, Coors Light. And listen, if you can't get out to the store, maybe you're a little leery of getting out and about in public, but you want to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, they will deliver right to your door. All you have to do to get that new look delivered straight to your door is go to get.coorslight.com. That's get.coorslight.com. No matter where you are listening in the country, go to get.coorslight.com, and you can have ice-cold Coors Light delivered right to your door. Coors Light Celebrate, responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The other thing that we learned today is that LSU was not going to be with, uh, or they would be if they play this weekend, they will be without Miles Brennan.
1: Miles is out. He's out. He, He will not be ready for the game.
0: So... No Miles Brennan. You heard Ed Ogeron say they're thin at quarterback. The thought would be T.J. Finley, Max Johnson. Ed was asked about the two freshmen, if both would be, would be available for the game today, or the game on Saturday, rather, and here's what he said.
1: Uh, I can't comment on that right now. Uh, we have to see what happens. Like I said, this is a very fluid situation, but I will tell you that we're very thin in that position.
0: You've only got three scholarship quarterbacks? You've got one that you've already declared is out because of an injury, and then you're very thin. Ed's talking about potentially moving other players there. When you think about guys who played quarterback in high school, John Trey Kirkland, Zach Von Rosenberg, um, Ray Darius Jones, I mean, that's kind of your options if one of your quarterbacks goes down or if you don't have a quarterback available. I mean, you have to have at least one available. Remember, that's part of the SEC's protocols. But beyond that, you'd be talking about an emergency type situation. So, um, LSU and Bama, as of now, very much up in the air. If I had to, to guess, and I want to I stress that this would be a guess, okay? I'd, at this point, there's been nothing determined or declared as of now from LSU or the SEC. But listening to Ed on talk today and having some conversations around today, my guess is this game is not played on Saturday it sure doesn't seem like LSU is going to have enough scholarship players available to play this game on Saturday. And that would be, for me anyway, I think bitterly disappointing. Now, it's interesting because I did post a Twitter poll earlier today, and I, just judging by some of the responses I got from LSU fans, I could tell if it was tongue-in-cheek or if people legitimately did not want to play this game. But there was this sense among a lot of LSU fans almost a relief of not having to play this game uh, on Saturday, if it, if it comes down to that. And maybe that's part of it. But, I, I mean, I put up this Twitter poll earlier today, uh, shortly after Ed Ogeron's press conference, and the responses are a little surprising. You know, I asked, you know, do you want the game to be played? Asking LSU fans. And there's over 2,000 votes. It's hardly representative of the entire fan base. But over 2,000 votes in in less than two hours, and it's right at about 53-47. About 53% of the fan base wants the game to be played, but about 47. I mean, it's almost 50-50, a split of people who want to see this game played and don't want to see this game played. So I think it speaks to the type of season that it's been for LSU so far. What is the expectation of how this game would go? Should it be played? Bama is a 23-point favorite in the ball game, and they would likely win and cover You'd be without Miles, Brennan and potentially others. So um, I'd still like to see the game played. I mean, I, always, I would always rather see games played than not played. But understand that these are extenuating circumstances and really challenging times for everybody. But as of right now, it certainly seems like uh, the LSU-Alabama game for this Saturday anyway is, uh, is on life support. So I did mention uh, that there's one way I think this game could be played. And uh, we'll get to that when we come back. As always, brought to you by Built Go. If you've not checked it out yet, let this be the day that you you take action. A Built Go. If you're the type of person who hits the wall, if it's a mental wall, a physical wall that you look to break through, and so often we grab an energy shot, we grab an energy drink, but even though you do that, you're always conscious of the crash, you're conscious of the sugar, the additives, all of those things, those extras, maybe It's while you're working out and you grab the energy drink to give you that jolt before you start your workout. I have a better alternative. It's Built Go. They're easy to take, one-and-a-half-ounce packages, put in your briefcase, put in your gym bag, put in your golf bag if you need to power through the back nine, Uh, if you need to just put it through your pocket to just suck it down whenever you need to get through your day. It's basically like drinking an energy drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. So you avoid the crash feeling. You have a more natural feeling of energy throughout the day. Three delicious uh, flavors. They've got peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. So find your favorite today. Visit builtgo.com. That's builtgo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com, builtgo.com, builtgo. BuiltGo. Let's go. Wrapping up a Tuesday edition here on the Locked On LSU podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast if you've not done so yet. I did mention, and we'll wrap up with this here today, I did mention that I think there's one potential way that this game Saturday with LSU and Alabama could be made up. Now, keep in mind, LSU in Florida is already scheduled for December the 12th. So that common date would no longer be available for LSU and Alabama to move their game. Something that's important to remember, though, also, is that as the SEC has reshuffled the schedule, they've announced dates as tentative rescheduled dates. So anything could change potentially between now and the time those dates are played. Now, I'll remind you of this. LSU and Arkansas is scheduled for next week. Uh, Arkansas and Bama have still yet to be played. Theoretically, LSU and Alabama could play their game, theoretically, next weekend, and you could reschedule LSU-Arkansas for December the 19th, the day of the SEC championship game. It's clear that LSU and Arkansas will not be in the SEC championship game, so they could play, theoretically, on that date, on December the 19th, if it was agreeable to all parties. And then you could move next week's LSU-Arkansas game to the 19th, opening up that date for LSU and Alabama to play next Saturday. Now, Alabama-Arkansas is currently scheduled for December the 5th, and Alabama does not have a game on the 12th. So this coming week, Alabama's, or next week, I should say, Bama's scheduled to play Kentucky. So theoretically... You could do this. LSU-Bama could move to next weekend. LSU-Arkansas could move to December the 19th. Bama would then move its Kentucky game to December the 12th, which means both Bama and Florida, the likely participants in the SEC Championship game, would play on the 12th instead of LSU playing Florida on the 12th and Bama having an open date. So that's a possibility. It would also, for LSU, preserve another home date. Remember, we learned LSU's $80 million in the hole this year and they were only going to have five home games. They already lost the Missouri game because of Hurricane uh, Delta. So that game got moved to Missouri and now you're talking about potentially losing the Alabama game as well so your five home games becomes three. I think if LSU could recoup something financially from this game, they would absolutely welcome the opportunity to do it. It's just a matter of how could that potential reshuffle work, and that's something that LSU, Alabama, and the SEC are likely working through today before they make a final call. But stay alert, stay on notice, because all that is fluid right now, and we'll see how and if that all could transpire. All right, that's going to do it for us here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On LSU podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast if you've not done so yet. Until next time, it's Locked in LSU, your team every day.